everyone, welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag. A new side quest episode, Trivia Night 2, Electric Boogaloo. How is it new if it's two? Well, it's another new episode, <laughs> it's another new week. Yeah. Come on, Liz. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am the returning champion of this Trivia Night. Andrew, with me, our reigning loser, Keith. Yeah, that's, that's me. And the hostess with the mostess, Liz. Hey, guys. And... We did uh, things a little bit different this time. Last time, Liz did a fantastic job with finding some great questions, but we also didn't want to dump it all on her, so we came up with some of our own. So In other words, fun to, uh, I struggled <laughs> and enlisted your help. You didn't really struggle because since we, it's been a while since we've done a, another side quest, so we've done a lot of games between these space. And a lot of the games are very just game specific like if i have a question about yakuza you're gonna know it's yakuza you know yeah that's a very good point that was one of the issues i ran into yeah it's hard. And, I, and i also want to throw a shout out to liz because i threw this on her as a short notice because i'm moving and <laughs> so thank you liz for doing the work that you did and that's part of the reason that we helped out this time too but uh keith was very proud of the questions he had so we're actually gonna pass off to him he's gonna do his first rounds of questions i'm excited all right keith so take it away so for my game, I actually will be doing a round of four questions called Name That Intro. Yeah, that's the, that's the theme song <laughs> I came up for. It. So, yeah, because I refuse to put in a theme song. Worst. So for this, I went back and, as you know, Andrew likes to throw in some fun little titles for all of our intros, including this week's where he reminded me of my previous trivia failure. So I found some of the fun ones that I thought might be a little bit more challenging to pick out what they are, and thought I'd have you guys try Aww. to guess them out. You think my intros are fun? Uh, sometimes. I mean, I'm just trying to boost it for the listeners. I want them to feel like it's fun, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially like the laugh track on a sitcom show where, you know, people tell you it's funny. Exactly, exactly. So, so for the first question, I think it's starting out a little bit easier on this one, but... So, for Andrew, the, he was our patriarch of the family for this episode. While I sat back as the disappointment of the family, you'll notice a trend with these themes for me. And Liz as the annoying young sibling. <laughs> Name that intro. I think I know what it is. I, I, this might be easier for me, because I'm obviously the one who came up with them. Should we be writing them down? Because la- I feel like last time you were swaying each other. Because I think I know. Why don't you go first? No. I, I will be honest. Will you be honest? Well, do you, yes, do you I need, promise. I okay. do have, I do have a backup option if you're not sure. If you, so if you want to, if you want to outright guess, you can do two points or I will give you a second option for, or I will give you two options for one point. I will do but outright guess. I feel like we should write them down. No, we'll be honest. Okay. Okay. You go first though. So for me, I'm guessing this is Children of Morta. Me too! <laughs> When, I, when you first said the first one, I thought it was Yakuza, and then it was like Children of Morta when it came to mind. Are we right? Are we right? That is correct. Children of Morta. Yeah. <laughs> I have a mind like a sieve, and I am just so proud that I got one right. <laughs> I know, because we were afraid to kind of do this trivia with you, because we thought you would have such a disadvantage not knowing as many games as we do. But this is, I think, good even playing field. Oh. Well, kind of. <laughs> for sure. Except for my I, memory. I make <laughs> So that's that definitely helps. So for question number two or intro number two, Andrew introduced himself as the commander of the group, myself, the guy who's always AWOL when you need him in a firefight, and Liz simply as the private name that intro. Oh, <laughs> 
So are these all games that we did in 2020? I went and I stuck from our last trivia night, which... Oh, okay. So it is. It's might be a little bit wider than what you guys have done. I'm not sure. I remember this I one was a, a pretty recent episode. I have a. Oh, I think are you gonna recent. do a multiple choice? Because I'll, I'll guess straight up. Uh, I can. I can give you the two. Are you asking about Liz? Now that you're saying newer, see you're swaying me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep with my original thought. Do you want to take his older. multiple choice? Or are you gonna guess? Yeah, multiple choice. Well, I'm gonna do my guess as Wolfenstein. Okay. So, Liz, I think might be your wrong. options are Gears 5 or oh, Wolfenstein. That was my guess. I'm going to go with oh. Gears 5 because that was my original guess. Did you hear this? Did you hear the option? I just want to make sure because we were talking the same. Yeah. Okay. So then Andrew is correct at Wolfenstein. Oh. I, I thought that was a pretty good one because there wasn't a lot too game specific in there. But I, I thought Gears 5 might be a, a nice little red herring for you. I was torn between the two. Oh, man. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Question number three. Andrew, for this episode, was our gardener. Myself, I was the weed you can never get rid of. And Liz was our wonderful garden gnome. <laughs> I think I know this one, too. All right, yeah, I have my guess, too. Do you trying to go first? You don't do the multiple choice? Nope. I'm guessing it's the gardens between. Oh, crap. I was going to do Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your choice? Yeah, I'm nervous now. Liz, final answer? Yeah. That's Andrew for two more points. <laughs> Pulling away early in trivia night with six whole points. Liz is two. Why do I have to be honest? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was confident enough to be like, no, I don't need that choices. <laughs> Alrighty, and coming in on our last intro. Can you name this intro? Andrew. The leader of the hunt. Keith, the monster that we can never kill. Or you guys can never kill, I guess, since it's me introducing myself. Um, or Liz as the <laughs> glitchy NPC. Name that intro. Pretty sure I know this one. I think I'm wrong, but I'm just going to guess. I'm going to... Are you guessing you're getting yeah, are you take, Are you doing the multiple Let choice? Let Liz guess first on this one, then. <laughs> if she's, if she's okay. going to guess. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> Mainly thought of Minecraft Dungeons, so I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I'm going with The Witcher Three. Ding, ding, ding! Andrew, right again. Because it's called The Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna give you Monster Hunt, or yeah, Monster Hunt, Monster Hunter as the as the second option. So I was hoping one of you guys would come. Monster Hunt. I'm, I'm impressed that I actually remember these. that was because I dug deep, or not deep, but I dug pretty far back. I think with Witcher Three and whatnot, but. Yeah, it's. I guess I you do have the advantage in this one, so I guess it's only fair. So, Andrew with a Sorry. with a sweep of it coming in with eight points, and Liz, Liz, you did I great on Children of Morta. Thank great you. Job. I mean, I will say to make it even, you could just keep be, these could just be one points for me. Because I do you don't have, have an to advantage. dumb it down for me. I can I can lose. Well, you kind of need the hand. Well, do you want to? You can take one and a half if you really want, but if you lose because you you know cut yourself off two points. I will not listen to you complain about it. <laughs> so since I'm already in such a commanding lead, I guess I will take over and give you guys my trivia. So my trivia, some of them I thought were uh, pretty interesting. I found some uh, little fun facts with it. So the first question I have for you guys, which game started as someone's thesis project at the University of Southern California? Uh, I'm, I have four multiple choice for these. Uh, the last question I have for you will just... Uh, 
be kind of a guessing kind of okay. listing game. So the four choices you have, one, Hollow Knight, two, Outer Wilds, three, Untitled Goose Game, or four, Dungeon of the Endless. I know this one. Uh, I believe it would be the Untitled Goose Game. Talos Principle was what I was thinking initially. So. <laughs> I, was wondering, I don't know. I'm just going mm, to go with Outer Wilds. So Liz is correct. What? It was Outer Wilds. <laughs> oh, Outer Wilds. And I still would have guessed Goose Game, but I, I was thinking Outer World. I will say these are also uh, according to the great uh, Wikipedia. So this is where I got a lot of my question answers. So Wait. If these are wrong, is it you can blame the website. Outer Wilds from Arlasco? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our last trivia? But yeah, Outer Wilds originally started as uh, the, yeah, the creator's thesis project. And uh, it ended up kind of getting perceived so well that he ended up kind of developing a team and building on it. And ended up becoming one of very beloved games. Maybe not so much from you guys, but... Some people liked it. Uh, so this next question is a game-specific question. Uh, in Minecraft, there's a lot of things that go on. But what happens to a pig in Minecraft when it is struck by lightning? Does it A, turn into a pile of cooked pork? Does it B, turn into a zombie pigman? C, turns into a creeper? Or D, it splits into two pigs? I'm gonna guess. I have no idea. I'm gonna guess turns into a creeper. I'm going to go with Zombie Pigman. And Keith is correct. Oh, wow. A pig will turn into a Zombie Pigman. That was a straight up uh, guess. <laughs> <laughs> so a fun fact I actually kind of learned about Minecraft. I was thinking about doing this as a question. Uh, one of the most iconic things about Minecraft, besides the main hero, is the Creepers. And the Creepers actually ended up becoming a thing in the game because it was actually a glitch. It ended up becoming, the, he was trying to create like a zombie and it ended up, exploding all the time so he ended up keeping it and it became the creeper interesting that's really cool fun fact so this one i thought was, thought was pretty cool so before hollow knight was called hollow knight what was the name given to it before there is a prequel game that first started off hollow knight what was the name of that game was it a the hungry knight b shovel knight c bug knight or d king anther and the bugs of the round table I like that pun, even if <laughs> even if you actually wrote it. So, so Keith, what, 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 can I get the country of origin? Sorry, the country of origin of the game. It's like I a spelling. Uh, Australia. No, the, oh. it was supposed to be a joke, like on the spelling bee. You know, it's just one of those questions. <laughs> the the company Team Cherry is from Australia. That, that wasn't what. I, but my actual question, though, is there was a game that came out before it, or there was like a game they were building before it that they intended it to be and then it became hollow knight yeah there was a game they made before hollow knight but it still looks very similar to hollow knight and it had a different name and i get the what do you think the name was what was the option a again a the hungry knight b shovel knight c bug knight or d king anther and the bugs of the round table i'm gonna go with bug knight i'm gonna go with the hungry knight and Liz is correct. It's the Hungry Knight. So this is actually really cool because I was actually playing this. Uh, it's actually on Newgrounds.com. Do you remember that oh, website, yeah. Keith? This was uh, the, when Flash games were a thing on the internet that people always played. But uh, Newgrounds.com, if you go and enter the Hungry Knight, 
yeah, sure enough, there's the game. Your character looks exactly like it does in Hollow Knight, uh, but it's like this weird two like kind of 3D game where you you still have your nail sword and you're killing bugs and you're eating cherries and you have to eat every 10 seconds or you die and you're still trying to collect the three masks and you're trying to open like some sort of grave so there's a good amount of like elements that they still kept in the game interesting so, yeah if you're uh if you want to check that out yeah go to new to, no, go to newgrounds.com and it's still there it's pretty cool it's interesting i do like that pun though that you came up with on the king anther that's good thank you <laughs> all right so this one i thought was uh pretty interesting so we've mentioned it before uh liz doing her metacritic but there is apparently a very angry french writing individual who we've kind of figured out as our cohort here he i so looking through his reviews i i'm convinced this guy doesn't like video games but out of these choices which game did he not completely hate your choices are a untitled goose game B, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, C, Hollow Knight, or D, Journey to the Savage Planet. One of these games, he actually did not give a zero. What did he give it? Not a very high score, <laughs> but it was not a zero. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to guess Ori. I actually think I remember this conversation, too, because we were very surprised by it. He said Ori, oh, Journey to the Savage Planet, <laughs> right? Hollow Knight or Untitled Goose Game? I want to say it was Hollow Knight. So as you can tell, a lot of these games are very beloved. A lot of them have really good reviews, but one of them does not. And that was the game he didn't mind, and it was Journey to the Savage Planet. He gave it a one. Dang. The other ones he gave a zero, but that actually wasn't his highest rating. For bonus points, can you guys guess what game he actually gave a four? Was it one that we also played? Yes, and I'll give you a hint. Think about how he always writes in French. So what game do you think was developed by a French studio? Oh, I think I know. I believe I do. Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, Keith? That's my guess, too. Correct. He gave Plague Tale Innocence a four. (sighs) Still didn't like the game, but (laughs) he at least gave it a four. Uh, There actually was one other game, uh, Outer Worlds. He also gave a four. Wow. But uh, yeah, I went through a good 20 of his reviews, and yeah, he gives a lot of zeros. <laughs> so I, I don't, I can't quite figure out if this person actually likes video games. <laughs> this is bizarre. All right. And then for my last question, this is a, a nice thank you to all of our listeners. But as of, as of June 2020, what was our top download states for June 2020? Can you name our top five most downloads in the states? Do we get a point for each correct Yes. Answer? Do they have to be in order? How about you get an additional point if it's in order? So both of you, I think, are pretty even playing fields because you both kind of check on this stuff every once in a while. I mean, I could easily pull this up on my phone right now, too. I could cheat, but I won't. My hands are right here. Hands are here. Hands are here. I don't I see your hands. I genuinely don't know. So I guess I'm just going to go... I'm going to guess California. I'm just going to keep it with my original. California, New York, Utah, Virginia, Texas. So I was also going to say California, New York. Yeah, I would I would say Virginia, Texas, Washington. Final answer. All right, so you both get four points. California is number one. Yeah. Virginia was second, so you guys got the state, but you didn't get the order. Michigan was third, 
Texas is fourth, which Keith said, uh, but not in the right order. And then last is Wisconsin. Ah. Just beat out Montana. Montana was in the lead, but so Wisconsin just four? took it over. So you both got four what points. What up, Montana? Also Wisconsin, because you have more than Montana. But Montana surprises me. So what up, both days? Yeah. We've got a, quite a bit of listens this month, so I thought that'd be kind of fun to do a question. So thank you all so much for who have been listening. And of Sounds course, like you're wrapping up. You know, <laughs> and thank you, too, to all our international people. I didn't want to do international because I thought that'd be a little more difficult. Okay. But that is it for my questions. So Liz, Yo, ready for this? embarrass us with a, your amazing trivia. So this first question, I just want to say that this is the developer's language. I don't talk like this. I'm going to sound like real pretentious because <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Which game got inspiration from H.P. Lovecraft and the orthodox iconography of churches in Bulgaria? You guys can guess right away or I have multiple choice. I, I'm feeling, you know, very gutsy. I'm going to guess right away. What about you, Keith? I'm going to guess right away on this one. There's a lot to have churches in that. You guys are... So you said, too, this is all games in, that we did in 2020, correct? No, I did um, I did both. Oh. Both what? Well, I'm still going to guess. I'm guessing Remnant from the Ashes. That may be a good guess. i probably wrong, but I was going to say Frostpunk. You guys are both wrong. Oof. It's Sea Salt. Oh, that's oh. so right. I, I was actually listening to that episode today. My multiple choice was Sea Salt... Children of Morta, A Plague Tale Innocence, The Talos Principle, and Frostpunk. Man, Remnant wasn't even on there. I feel like a dingus. I actually <laughs> thought, well, you said Remnant, I th- or you mentioned Lovecraft, I think, on that episode. So wait, real quick. Yeah, how I first got the vibe of it. Real quick, just to make sure I understand, we're doing all games from 2020 or since? Since the last. Okay, that so, works. That's fine. Thank you. Second question. Another inspiration question. I found these really interesting. I hope you guys do too. Which game got inspiration from Japanese gardens, Icelandic composers, and the movie Minority Report? Those are all very odd things. <laughs> I've never seen Minority Report. I all right. Say. I do have a list of options. I'm going multiple choice. Yeah, because that last one throws me. Okay. Yeah, it does. So we have Yoku's Island Express, <laughs> The Gardens Between, Indivisible, After Party, and Untitled Goose Game. None of those are like Minority Report. <laughs> what? Wait. I mean, okay. I guess I have a guess. Yeah. I'm going to the Gardens Between. I was going to guess that outright too, but I'm going to go agree. It is. Oh. I thought I was going to throw you because I said Gardens. You're like, oh, it can't be Gardens, but you guys are too smart that was, for Yeah, because that was my first guess before doing the multiple well, choice, but I'm like, Minority Report. So my guess is the the Gardens made sense right away, and that's what, the, why I thought Gardens Between. The music was very subtle, very classical. Also made sense. The minority port thing threw me, but now the more I think about it, the memories are all like little encapsulated bubbles. So I think like the minority report capsules of time. I don't know. That's the only thing I can come up with. Something like that. I yeah. didn't watch the movie, so I, I haven't either. Actually, but <laughs> it was something to do with time. That's weird. <laughs> and some fun facts. I didn't want to do too many like this. But I found two more that I thought were interesting. A Plague Tale Innocence got inspiration from the game Ico. Macbeth, medieval architecture in Bordeaux, because it's in Bordeaux, France, was where they developed it. And then two painters I, I can't pronounce, Claude Lorraine and Bruegel. <laughs> okay, so I actually looked up how to say this name, and I found different pronunciations. Bruegel. So... I have no idea. That sounds great. 
And then Wander Song was inspired by a 5,000 mile bike ride across the United States. Dang. Oh, wow. Kind of cool. So, third question. Wait, that game's about like destroying the world. So, is he talking about like after the 5,000 mile bike ride, he wanted to destroy the world? No, oh, I think he just felt inspired, you know, his traversal across the world. <laughs> third question. Which game had the same musical composer as Vampire? And his name is Olivier Derivier. I'm sorry. I think Olivier Derivier? <laughs> it's okay, Liz. You can laugh into the mic. It was hilarious. <laughs> I do have the uh, options if you need them. Are you guessing out right, Andrew? I do. I will. Yes. It's Keith goes first this time, right? I'll go first, and I'll say my guess first. I'm just going to guess outright if you are. And I'm, I think it's just a, a low-hanging fruit guess, but I'm going to go with Plague's Tale. Ah, oh, that's what I was going with, this too. Good job, Yeah, oh, It wow. sounds French, and it was a dark game. So <laughs> my questions are too easy, I guess. Okay. Which game underwent 15,000 hours of playtesting done by a bot? So something obviously very repetitive. Is Graveyard Keeper on the list? No, that's uh, too far. Too far back. Good one, Andrew. Good one. Thanks. I thought you would appreciate that one, Keith. No, that's just how the music was written. Can you hear the options? Yeah, I'm getting the options on this one. Keep. Yeah. Because there's like no way you can flat out guess. Ah. We have Yakuza 0, Dead Cells, The Talos Principle, Minecraft Dungeons and Human Fall Flat. Fifteen thousand hours of playtime by a bot. Is that what it was? Yes. I. So I have a guess. Andrew, you go first on this one. I went first last time. <laughs> so, my guess. So my logic is. Well, my guess is Talos Principle. Okay. And I'm assuming it's because they're trying. It was some sort of like advertising of like. Because the whole game is basically about a bot trying to figure out, like whether it's like human or not. Like it has to deal with whole existential idea. So you think it needs fifteen thousand hours of playtesting? I think it was more of a gimmick. Like, hey, this game is about okay. a robot, and a robot played the game. Okay. Because looking at the other games too, they're all done by pretty small studios. I mean, granted, the studio that did Tales Principle is pretty small, except for I guess Yakuza. Yakuza Sega, but Sega doesn't have that much money. And that's it. So who can afford a and bot? That wouldn't make much sense. But then again, that yeah. is the outlier. So, Tal's principle. Okay. Keith, what do you think? I don't like this question, Liz. It's too hard. <laughs> I'm going to say Dead Cells. Andrew's Dang right. It. It's the Tal's principle. Oh. So, why was this? Did you read? Okay. So, this I thought was very interesting. I actually just uh, typed out uh, an excerpt from it. I snipped a little bit of it because it's very long. But... When we started working on the Telos Principle, it became obvious early on that the puzzle gameplay is susceptible to accidental errors made while tuning and decorating levels, which broke it in such a way that you couldn't finish the game. Since the game is pretty big, it would have taken an enormous effort to retest the entire game after each build, especially if humans had to test it. It works by having a human player play each puzzle once while the bot, in quotes, watches and records the crucial steps. It doesn't record precise movements, but just the logic of the solution. Like, take this box, put it on that pressure plate, etc. 
The bot can then later repeat the logic by dynamically handling eventual changes in the level geometry, obstacles, and placement of puzzle objects. It automatically reports a bug, then uses cheats to move on and continues further testing. The bot plays in fast-forward mode, as fast as a CPU can calculate physics and AI. In the interview, they also said that it first took the bot 60 minutes to complete with all secrets, and later only 30 minutes, and that the 15,000 hours equates to 90 work months. Jeez. Wow. But they said that the uh, bot actually kind of worked as a, uh, a tattletale. Because people who like like fumble and made mistakes all the time, <laughs> it pointed at them. So we thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Here you were thinking it was a gimmick. Uh, I know. I thought for sure it did it as like some sort of advertisement thing. But hey, I'm still right. Logic works. So this one, you have to listen to the options because I didn't do like every game we played. But which Kickstarter or Indiegogo game that we played raised the most money out of these options? I was going to ask this question, but I didn't look it up. Okay. Yeah, I almost <laughs> asked this question. No joke. So, Sea Salt, Wandersong, Hollow Knight, The Long Dark, and Children of Morta. Or did you guys want to try to rank them and get more points? I like the ranking system. Let's rank them. And you also have to remember that some of these weren't American games. So I actually converted them. There was one that looked like it was like a lot of money and it ended up being not much at all. Yeah, there was one of them. I, I did look up one of them and it was Swedish, I think. And I went, oh, I don't know how to figure that out. So my ranking starting with the highest, gonna say Hollow Knight, followed by Wandersong, Children of Morta, The Long Dark, and Sea Salt. I'm gonna go The Long Dark... Hollow Knight. Hold on. No. Long Dark, Hollow Knight. Oh. Long Dark, Hollow Knight, uh, Wander Song, Children of Morta, Sea Salt. Okay. So the Long Dark yeah. was the most, followed by Children of Morta. Whoa. Hollow Knight, Wander Song, and then Sea Salt. So Andrew, you got two, Keith got one. Yay, I got one. <laughs> Participation award. Yeah, sea salt, it looked like a lot of money, but when I converted it to U.S. currency, it went from like 63700 something to almost 7000 Woof. But yeah, the long dark got 256217 Wow. So question number six. In an interview with Rock Paper Shotgun, developers detailed an issue with testing. The tester, although enjoying the game, kept pulling his hand back to the controller when he reached for his coffee. Afterwards, developers decided to change the intensity of which game? I'm going to need multiple choice on this. Yeah. Sea Salt, Yoku's Island Express, Wander Song, Bomber Crew, or Secret Neighbor? So excited when you said Secret Neighbor. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just because of your excitement about the game itself. Okay. Am I going first or Keith? I think. Wait, you would... I went first last yeah, time. Yeah, Keith goes first this time. Oh, wait. Do you oh, have your pick, know. Keith? I think, I think I'm going to go with Yoku's. It's my logic for me. It can't be Secret Neighbor because that's multiplayer. Okay. You can't really change the intensity on that. Sea Salt is, isn't really scary. Yoku's not scary. Scary? Or like jumpy. Whatever makes you kind of would make you flinch and hit your coffee. I'm actually going with Wander Song because Wander Song is all about kind of quick time events. And I noticed that game, we talked about how you can't really fail those quick time events. You just kept repeating. So I'm assuming that's what happened is the guy put his coffee down and then uh, it would do an event and he'd freak out in his coffee. So I'm going Wander Song. 
Yoku's. Ah, dang it! <laughs> because it was, I guess, maybe too much of like of an action pinball game, maybe. But I thought you guys would pick Sea Salt because you didn't really fight; you just put your enemy somewhere else. So I thought you guys were gonna go with that one. I wonder how did this guy keep hitting his coffee playing Yoku's Island? It's a pinball. No, game. I, it wasn't that he was hitting his coffee, right? It was just that he'd go to reach for it and then be like, "Oh, I need to go back to my controller," right? And knock yeah, it over. Exactly. So you keep reaching back every time you think he had a chance to get a coffee. And when you're playing pinball, I mean, that can happen. Well, <laughs> anyway. I actually think I had read seven. that about oh, it. Nice. Question seven. Which game that we played was a nominee for IGN's The Best Video Game Music slash Soundtrack of 2019? And I do have a list of all the 2019 games that we played, if you guys want me to tell you. Including you, I'm going to need multiple choice. Okay. Blair Witch, Untitled Goose Game, Gears 5, After Party, Rage 2, Children of Morta, Sea Salt, The Outer Worlds, Indivisible, A Plague Tale, Innocence. Woof. Quite a few. Yeah. Wait, we played those in 2019? Oh, those are the... No, the games came out in 2019, so they were not... Oh, these are 2019 games that... Okay, gotcha. Okay. I have a guess. I think I'd go with Gears 5. I'm going with Plague's Tale. Both wrong. Untailed Goose Game... That's really, really depressing. I thought the Goose Game was good, but it was like two tracks. Yeah, Gears Five won Best Xbox Game of 2019 and People's Choice. I mean, and you're still mad about I, this right now. I, I kind of like. There was a lot that was good about that game. I like the music, but best music. I also wanted to tell the listeners our best and worst games that we've done since January. So everyone's top choices and least favorite games. So, should I start with you, Andrew? Sure. Looking at these, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, do you know why I probably wouldn't have given that so high a score? Because I, you know. But yeah, your top were Ori, you gave it 96. Frostpunk, Wolfenstein, and The Witcher 3 all got a 95. Plague Tale Innocence, 93. Those are your top five so far. We've done 25 games. And I stand by it. Your bottom. Those are all fantastic. Which... Our least favorite is the same for all of us. Huh? Sea Salt came in last for all of us. Yours was 60. The Long Dark, Journey to the Savage Planet, Children of Morta, and Rage 2 all came in with a 70. Oh. Keep, yours shocked me, I have to say. Because <laughs> we're talking about how an Untitled Goose game was, you know, an okay game. Ori, 95, that was your top. Yeah. Number two, Untitled Goose Game. Love that 90. game. Love that game. <laughs> Wander Song, 85. Middle Earth, 85. Journey to the Savage Planet, 82. <laughs> Your Bottom, Sea Salt, 60. Mm. The Long Dark, 65. Rage 2, 65. Indivisible, 68. And Bleeding Edge, 69. I think you said because it's just nice. Yep, just nice. <laughs> <For> that one. <laughs> Classic joke. Works every time. But looking at yours, we really do have opposite tastes of video games, I feel like. Although two of our... No, three of our bottoms were the same. Yeah, so we hate anyway, the same so people. Mine, yeah. <laughs> My top ones, The Outer Worlds and The Witcher 3, both came in at 91. Wolfenstein and Ori, 90. Yakuza 0, 89. I feel like I always give Ori a higher score because I feel like I should. But I, I you really should. don't like playing it. You absolutely should every time. <laughs> Sea Salt, 57. Bleeding Edge, 60. The Gardens Between, 60. The Long Dark, 67. And Minecraft and Remnant Tide 
and fifth a 70. So yeah, I don't know. I was really surprised by those. Like I thought I liked the Gardens Between more than that. Untapped Goose Game though, Keith. So good. Out of the 25 games we played, that was your second choice. It just made me laugh so much. Knocking that kid over in the middle of town was about the funniest thing, and I can't tell you how many times I did that. Just cracked me up. <laughs> Keith just likes the simple games. I'm just thinking of Wolfenstein and. I'm a simple you know, man. The simple pleasures. So, tallying up the score, Liz, how did everyone do? It's like this is a runaway for you. Even <laughs> even if we sense. cut your points in half for mine, I think you pretty much crushed me. So, Andrew, you got 13. Nice. I got 9. Yeah, Keith, you got 10. Ooh. Oof. Very close game. Yeah, on second thought, Andrew, uh, all of your points count for half. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> still beat me by one. I feel like mine were too easy. You guys got them. Well, I gave. I guess I gave Andrew an advantage on on my category, so I'll have to come up with better ones next time. Yep, but it was. Uh, I thought this was. Uh, you guys did a very good job. Of course, I did the best job. I like how humble you are. Yeah, Andrew. This is <laughs> this is what he does. This is just who he is at his core. But thank you all so much for joining us for Trivia Night Two. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We uh, needed to give us a little more time because the next game we were playing is quite big. And as Keith said, he is moving. So we've had a couple people ask us when we're doing another side quest episode. So we thought it was a good time to do it. We do have a couple ideas of other side quest episodes coming up. But if you have an idea as to what you would like us to do for a side quest episode, please email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. I really like the idea of us going back and playing games that have added to it. I personally have gone back to Secret Neighbor. <laughs> you can take that game. That's all you to re-review. It and I was like, oh, maybe we'll do this episode in the future, and it's the perfect excuse. Do you want to check Graveyard Keeper while you're at it? or? Nope, no longer in Game Pass. Oh, so sad. Yeah, fortunately. But if you also want to reach us, you can find us on Facebook and a whole bunch of other things. Just Google us. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952 and on Twitch at Firebird01952. And as always, I'm Keith. I've been here. I've said some words. Have a good night. And I'm Liz Anoop, gamer tag coming on Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Anoop. Noob is EW. Well, we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please message us on our Facebook and tell us how well you guys did with the scores. Because we would love if you guys uh, try to compete with us and see uh, how many you guys actually got from us. But that'll do it for us this week, and I hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you.